So one of the things that I've always laughed at to myself is this quote-unquote war of misinformation that's going on. And I think now we see, especially post-pandemic, we see one of the biggest wars, so to speak, that the media fights is this war on misinformation, which is what is real, what is fake, what is something that can be said, what is something that can't be said, what is something that people in our country should believe or should not believe. Now, my stance on this has always been the following. Misinformation is not the problem. The And when you see this stuff, and if you scroll through social media, it's stuff from all over the place, different news outlets reporting all sorts of different things. And it's always been up to the person reading to determine whether or not something is real. Now, yes, there are even more news outlets that are reporting things that aren't true, just completely fake. And I'm sure with the rise of AI, you've got even more stuff out there that may or may not be real. But here's my issue. The issue is that misinformation has come up more and more because people don't trust the source of main information. I think news, I I read a statistic, it's not in front of me, but news media, like traditional news media outlets are at an all-time low. Like almost nobody trusts what is said in the media, period. So naturally, if you don't trust the main source of information, what's going to start to happen? You're going to have alternative sources of information pop up. And you'll hear you'll you'll hear people say too. You'll hear people in the government say too that the rise of misinformation and the sites that blatantly create things that aren't true are popping up at an even faster rate and that's the problem for people choosing to believe whatever they choose to believe and the and part of the main constituents of misinformation but the reality of it is they found an industry here which is it it makes sense if the media if the main source of news media doesn't produce information that's worthy or or people don't believe well now not only are you going to have other information sources pop up and other alternative information sources that can be correct, but you're going to have a whole bunch of other people trying to capitalize on that. Meaning I'll, I'll create things that are blatantly fake to see if I can get people to believe them. And I can create a whole campaign. I can have AI create things for me in minutes, right? Seconds, even that pop up with misinformation. So the way I've always looked at it is that If people are willing to believe things that look like misinformation and they're willing to believe things from random news sources and they're willing to believe things that just popped up, they've never heard the brand, they've never heard the name, and they believe that more than the main source of news media, whose problem is that? That's the main news media. That's their problem, right? If they want this to go away, all they have to do is become more trusted. There's the issue to begin with. If people trusted the source of information where they were getting news from, they wouldn't be seeking alternative sources of news to begin with. So that's a, that's just a problem. That's a problem that's created, and that's very similar to taking – it's literally like trying to take a temperature, tr- take your temperature with a thermometer 
and then blaming the thermometer because you have a fever, right? The problem, it's not the thermometer's fault that you have a fever, and it's also not the fault of all of the fake news, fake information, news outlets for things that people believe. It's the fault of the original source of information that people didn't believe to begin with, so they sought out alternative sources. Now, where am I going with this? I'll get there in a second. The issue is that if traditional news media just got better and became more trustworthy, then all of the other sources and needs for information would go away, and that's not the issue. And it's exactly, and it's exactly the same debate that the taxi companies carry with Uber, right? Which is Uber, Lyft, all of these rideshare apps that are providing quote unquote alternatives to taxis, right? As if the whole industry of taxis and taxi cab drivers are upset that people are seeking out Lyft, they're seeking out Uber, and I'm, there's all sorts of other ones that are, that are popping up. But again, it's back to the same point. Have you been in a taxi these days? I try jumping in a taxi here in Las Vegas or here in a taxi in San Francisco. I think those are the last two cities I've been in a taxi. They're gross, right? It's like the wheels are falling off the car. The, the seats are all torn up. It smells like smoke and drugs inside there. It's, it looks like the thing hasn't been vacuumed since 1975. You get in there. And it's, it's outdated. They don't even take credit cards. They want cash. The people in there aren't friendly. Of course, what do you do as a consumer? Of course, you seek out a better option. And the taxis and the taxi cab drivers say the reason for our decline is Uber and Lyft. So again, we have an alternative source of something created that people are following and people are moving towards because... The original source, aka in this case the taxis, has refused to get better. They've refused to just get better. Instead, they blame Lyft and Uber. They blame competition, right? Or they blame everyone else is trying to take us down. Except the reality of this situation is that had taxis sought to improve, have taxis sought to actually make themselves better, Lyft, Uber, and all of the other comp and, and all of the other quote unquote competitor rideshare apps and companies would be less and less relevant today. But they haven't got their act together. Again, go in a taxi in your home city somewhere and compare what it looks like. It makes even the dirtiest of dirty Ubers look clean. I think the only place, I, as a side note, I think the only place I've ever been in a clean taxi, the only place I've ever been impressed with the taxi system is in London, right? The taxis are pretty clean. I felt like I didn't need an Uber. I didn't need a Lyft. I could take a taxi. But everywhere else, and if you've been in one, they don't exist. So where I'm going with all of this is that oftentimes we tend to look for or we tend to assign blame to an outside source or something else beyond our control. And when we do that, the second that we assign blame or the second we say that something else outside of our control is the issue and not us, we effectively have shut ourselves off from improving. We've set our, we've completely shut ourselves off from saying, how can I improve? We, we then tend to give ourselves a pass and say, it's that issue or, oh, it's this issue. And that's true in anything where 
if you're trying to lose weight and you say it's too difficult, it's too difficult to lose weight because the donut company makes donuts and every one of the donuts is 800 calories a pop. How am I ever supposed to lose weight if they keep making those donuts? Wow. The fast food companies are making fast food that's tastier and cheaper. How can I resist not eating that? It's their fault. They manufacture the donuts. They manufacture the hamburgers. They manufacture the junk food. That's why I'm fat. As if you don't have a choice in the matter. And this is where a lot of people go wrong. And it's very, and it's a dangerous way of thinking, which is assigning blame to something outside of yourself. And while it may feel good in the short term to find something else to blame, it still doesn't absolve you of the responsibility. And more dangerously, when you do find something else to blame outside of you, you now have effectively shut yourself down from improving. Look at the news sources. Look at all of these news sources today. They're quick to blame misinformation and alternative ways of thinking. And have you seen them do not one thing over the last couple of years to try and improve their trustworthiness? No, they don't. They just continue to blame. Get in a taxi. Have you seen a taxi do anything to do anything to up their game? How about make the taxis cleaner? How about try to catch up instead of blaming Uber or blaming Lyft? And do you see where I'm going with this? It's like people that assign blame do not find ways to improve their self because they're spending all of their mental energy trying to assign blame to something else. And there's other things. This goes down to the concept of taking ultimate, just, just taking ultimate accountability for everything, which is if it isn't your fault, it still very well is your responsibility. And this happens, this plays itself off again and again in life, right? Like for example, you can go to a hot yoga class and the class can be too hot and you can decide, you know what, I'm just going to quit and I'm not, I'm just not going to do this. I'm done because I quit because it's too hot. And then you leave. Does the heater in the room care that you left? No. Do you now lose the benefit of doing yoga because you left and you blame something else? Yes. But instead, what if you shifted the question or shifted the question to yourself instead of from a complaint to this is too hot to what can I do to be better prepared? Maybe I can drink more water. Maybe I can stock up on electrolytes so that I can become more equipped to deal with the extreme temperature and the heat and the sweat. Maybe I could sleep better. Maybe I should try and eat better. Maybe I shouldn't eat those donuts that the donut companies were advertising to me before I go do yoga. There's a lot of things within your control that you can do that will help your situation dramatically improve. But when you assign blame to anything outside of you, you have no power. You've just given away your power to that thing. And now you're beholden to whatever that thing is. And this very simple shift in thinking is such a powerful way to not just improve your life and improve yourself, but it helps you to get to where you want to go faster. Like most of the time, roadblocks in anything typically come down to finding something else to blame. It's very easy to do. You can run a business and you can say, you know what? I advertise on Facebook, Google, and Instagram. And advertising on all of those platforms is now too expensive, so I can't run ads. Okay, cool. You can blame them and you can and stop running ads, for example, and then just give up. But the only one who loses is you. Instead of saying, things are changing, why don't I adapt? 
Why don't I find a new solution? Why don't I find a new situation? Something that I can do to continue moving forward. The most powerful question to ask yourself is what can I do? Because only what you can do is in your power. Blaming something else might feel good, but blaming doesn't get you anywhere. And all you're doing is effectively you're trading long-term success for a short could dopamine hit or a feel good moment because in the second, in this very second, you found something else to blame. So the takeaway of this episode is to ask yourself, what can I do to be better? What can I do? Because whenever I ask myself that question, I am in control of the outcome. But the second that I say something else or I blame something else or something else is an an external factor beyond my control, it's their fault. I'm in the situation that I'm in. You've now given away your power and there's no hope for improvement there. So it's a very simple question, but if you find yourself stuck, ask yourself, what can I do better? Because what you can do is totally in your control. So that's all I've got for you on today's show. If this was beneficial in any way, shape, or form, please do share it in a story on Instagram and tag me at Brian Ogonod. And please do take some time to share this with friends or family, or even there's a little button on the podcast app. I think it's in the lower left-hand corner. You can just press it and share it with somebody directly right there. And please do take a time, take some time to leave a review if you learned something or this was beneficial for you in any way, shape, or form. That's all I've got for you on today's show. Have a good rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon.